that God will not let us settle for a gift that is less than the gift of his son. And so he appeared to people who had the world to gain. He appeared to people like us who have so much to gain. So many things in our hearts where we're driving at to have true lasting peace. And he appears to us. To us who are looking for the world, he gives the creator of the world. To us who are trying to make our own way, he gives us the maker. sermon that you're about to hear is from Pastor Paul Borman at Hope Lutheran Church, located in Tigard, Oregon. For more information and for more content, go to hopeintigard.com. The part of scripture that I want to focus our attention on this night, this night, this awesome Christmas Eve night with our little bit of preaching, is that part that we just read from the shepherds angels appeared to shepherds. You know, I, there, there is a, a little bit of an exercise that was handed down to me by my older brothers that I want to pass on to you today. It's a good exercise for a text like this one with a text that we've maybe seen many, many times before. Even if it's brand new to us, it's still good to do. The exercise is this. You, you read the beginning of the text and then you pretend that you've never heard the end of the story. And you sit yourself down in Luke's shoes, in the writer's shoes, and you say to yourself, how would I have written this story? Jesus is born. Now how are we going to spread the word? Who are we going to tell it to? How are we going to tell it to them? I think there are a couple really good benefits to doing this exercise with this text. First, you can maybe learn some spiritual insights about yourself. What are you learning? How would you write it? What's important to you? But I think most importantly, the, the, the cool thing about doing this exercise is we get to see this as if it was for the first time. Because it's surprising, right? The angels appeared to shepherds. We're going to dive into that this evening. I can tell you this much. If I was writing Luke, it wouldn't have looked like this. Jesus would not have been born in a manger, and the angels probably would not have appeared to shepherds. My, my version would probably sound a lot more like silent night. Everything would be calm. Everything would be bright, silent, and holy. I think you saw in the video that it wasn't all that silent of a night for Mary. Then you get to heaven, you have a conversation with you, and she'll tell you the same thing. No, that was not silent for me. There was no doctor. There was no epidural. I did not have any medical equipment with me. I had myself and my husband, who was a carpenter. Probably wasn't that silent of a night. And then with the shepherds, too, I think, I think we usually think of them like we have them in our nativity scene, leaning on the shepherd's staff, looking down into the face of the baby Jesus. But we also got to inject some reality into the shepherds, I think. These were tough guys. They had a tough job. A job that I would not be signing up for. 
Their job was to care for animals that were trying to get away from them at all times and trying to get themselves hurt. It was a 24-7 job. There wasn't ducking out. And, and, and if it was true that this happened during winter, it's cold. There's no taking shelter from the, from the cold. There's no going home to see your family, your wife, your kids if you got them. You're with the sheep. got to think of these guys with beaten up, weathered faces with wild, scraggly beards. You got to think of them also as maybe some of the poorest people around. It is not likely that they owned their sheep. And it's not likely that they owned the land that the sheep were grazing on. They were taking care of somebody else's animals. And yet, and yet, the angels appeared to them. And actually, the angels didn't appear to anyone else. They only appeared to the shepherds. It's not how I would have written it. But it's how God wrote it. And doing this exercise, it gets us to ask the question, why did God write his story like that? So I'll ask you to sit yourselves down at the fire next to the shepherds. You know, the kind of talk that gets going on around a campfire. You talk about life, you talk about your hopes and dreams. What do you think the shepherds were talking about that night? What were they looking for? If it was winter, yeah, maybe they were talking about, maybe I would give the shirt off my back for a hot cup of coffee right now. Or maybe it was something more substantial. Maybe they were discussing their hopes and their dreams. Maybe if I work hard, save enough money, and things go the right way, maybe I can own my own flock of sheep. And maybe if God blesses that and that goes well, I can save enough money and I can own my own plot of land to pass down to my kids. And maybe if that goes well and God blesses me and he wants to give me this gift, maybe I don't even have to be involved with sheep anymore. Wouldn't that be great? What do you think they were looking for that night? I'll pass this question on to you. What are you looking for tonight? What are you hoping for? What are you pushing for in your heart of hearts? One thing that I really enjoy about having kids, among many things, is seeing how kids know exactly what they want when they want it. Theo wanted a snack, he got a snack. And it's kind of cool how you, you know what you want, you say it, and if you get it, there's real joy. But at the same time, if you don't get it, there's no peace on earth, no goodwill towards men at all, right? It makes a parent's job a little bit tough knowing that, that what that child wants will make them happy. But then there's always going to be the next thing, right? It makes a parent's job difficult. You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of my own heart. Now, it might take a little bit longer to cycle through than the kids, but... I have a heart that always has something going on, always looking for the next thing that's going to give me peace, the next thing that's going to make me happy. 
Maybe you can find hints of that in yourself, too. You probably can. You can probably fill in that blank very readily with me this evening. If I could just have blank, then I'll be at peace. No, for me, what would go in that blank right now is something like, if I could just be the pastor of a church where there's 50 to 100 people there every Sunday morning, then I'll be at peace. Then I'll be happy, Lord. If you could just give me that, that'd be good. It might be different for every single one of you in this room. Maybe, Lord, if you could just give me a scooch more money, a scooch more financial stability, then, I'll, then I can have some peace. Then I can be happy. Or, Lord, if you could just give me that one little promotion that I'm looking for, then all the little blocks of my life are going to fall into place and I'll be at peace. Or maybe, you know, you know, Lord, just give me one or maybe two friends who are going to go the extra mile for me, who are going to care about me and love me no matter what. Then I'll be at peace. Or, Lord, give me a child, give me a baby, then I'll be at peace. You know, the list could go on and on. Our hearts are always looking for the next big thing, and we're always driving at the next big thing, and at the same time, we're disregarding undervaluing the one thing that can give us true, lasting peace. We talked about how it's hard as a parent to give your kids the right things because you know it's just going to make them happy, but they're not going to be happy for long. You see that in God, too. How God does some pretty intense parenting on us in deciding what he's going to give us and what he's not going to give us. You can see that in what he did in telling the story of his son's birth. He appeared to shepherds, to people who wanted the world, who had the world to gain. He appeared to them, and this is what it shows us. It shows us that God will not let us settle for a gift that is less than the gift of his son. And so he appeared to people who had the world to gain. He appeared to people like us who have so much to gain, so many things in our hearts where we're driving at to have true, lasting peace. And he appears to us. To us who are looking for the world, he gives the creator of the world. To us who are trying to make our own way, he gives us the maker. This is how Luke put it. Luke said, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. You notice here that the angels did not come to the shepherds and announce that there was going to be a land giveaway in Western Palestine. And they weren't announcing that an espresso stand was going to be opening up right next to them to keep them warm at night. And they did not announce that there was going to be a flock of sheep being given away to every shepherd. The angels appeared and said, Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. 
He is Christ, the Lord. The angels didn't want to give the shepherds the world. They wanted to give them something better. And so they did. They gave the shepherds the creator. And you see, it worked. We got to see those shepherds running, running as fast as they could to go see their Savior. And once they saw their Savior, what did they do? They went running again to go tell everyone that they possibly could because this is news that is that good. This is a gift that is so much greater than they could ever have imagined. It's not the story that I would have told I'm not that good of a storyteller, so it's not, it's a really good thing that I'm not telling that story. It's a good thing God is telling his son's story. And as much as I would like to tell my own story and paint my life out the way that I want it to go, it's a good thing I'm not painting my life either. Because God's going to lead it in so much better of a direction for me. For all of us. We have so much to gain in our hearts. So many things that we're going for, aiming for, working for, that we want to bring us peace. Through the shepherds today, we learn that God's not going to let us settle for that. He wants to give us a gift that is so much greater. His Son. who came to be born, to live, to die in our place for our sins, to rise again so that we will rise. He's a savior. For to us a child is born and to us a son is given. He's our savior. Christ the Lord.